Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... The guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right Brand is the number one thick-cut, hand-trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So, bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some Right Brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. They canceled Monarch on Fox mm. after a season. That's the country music one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch it. It looked a bit cheesy. But that doesn't mean it won't be good. Yellowstone at times can be a, be a bit cheesy. Yeah. But that's but, okay. Yeah. And I didn't jump into Yellowstone until probably season two and Amy maybe Amy was like you gotta watch it and Caitlin was yeah, like yeah but it. I mean I was late to it too yeah. like I remember my friend Gracie telling me you have to watch it and I was like I don't like old timey westerns <laughs> I just didn't understand <laughs> same yeah I am just again I don't like to see anything cancelled because I know what it's like I guess I haven't had a show cancelled my Nat Geo show couldn't go on because I couldn't travel international and do this show so Breaking Bobby Bones got it wasn't cancelled but they were like let's Keep going. Can you go to Italy and then France? And then I'm like, I can't. I got to do the show. So I, I guess it sucked we couldn't continue that show, at least not for now. I guess it's still alive if we ever want to go back to it. It's on Disney+. Plus, But I know what it's like to not be able to do a show, and that sucks for them. Mm-hmm. Because I know Caitlin Smith, she was in it, and she had the, the song. Oh, yeah. She's a friend of mine. Trace. So that stinks. Susan Sarandon. I don't know her. But yeah, I'm sure oh, yeah. she needed the My money. Friend Susan. But it didn't seem like just watching the preview that it was going to be something I liked. It seemed yeah. a little too like corny, like making maybe how people in Montana feel about Yellowstone, honestly, because they're like, you know what? That's not really how it is here. And watching the, the, the preview, I was like, you know what? That ain't really how it is. Mm. But I don't know. It's not, it's not going to move on, though. And I think I created it, too. I like Jason. So. They should have just consulted me. I'd taken some corny out of it. Oh. Dang, dude, they should have. I'd have been a part. I'd, I'd have watched it and been like, too corny, start over. That's all they <laughs> needed to hear. But again, I never watched it. I don't even know if it was that corny. But yeah, it was canceled. So if you like that show, it's always disappointing when you really get into a show and they, they stop making yeah, it. Yeah, because then you never get a closure. Mm-hmm. What show did they just finish up? Like, they like rushed it to finish it because it was being canceled. I'm sure it'll come to me at 2 o'clock today when I'm like finishing up with something. It'll be like, oh. But they just finished a show because it was getting canceled and they like, 
fast forward to get to the ending out. There was a show I watched. I can think of a couple that I loved that were not long shows, but like uh, whatever that Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Oh, that was so good. It was a great show, and they canceled it. And it was just like, what? That's it? And then there was another one with the guys that were sports anchors. It's supposed to be like based on Sports Center, and they canceled it. It was a comedy. I don't remember that one. Exactly, because they didn't last very long. Mm. But I remember being so sad that it was over. And then Walking Dead goes on 400 years. And I stopped that one because I couldn't see it anymore. I used to love that show. It's my favorite show. And I have no idea what's happening. And I, and I would like to go and catch up, but I don't know where I stopped. Same. Is it still going or is it over? I think they just, they either just finished or they're finishing because I got invited to go do some stuff for like the Talking Dead. But I had to admit to them, I don't know what's happened in the last few seasons. So I'm not going to go do it. But they were like, hey, we know you're a fan because it was my favorite show for a while. But then it started to get, I don't see well, so it started to get so dark. Meaning, oh, like physically dark. I couldn't see it. Oh. It wasn't oh. dark like it was oh. like too dark. <laughs> I thought when you said you no. couldn't see it, I thought you didn't know what channel it went to. No. But I mean, <laughs> around 2011, like we were obsessed. Awesome. I, but you know me, I love any show like that. Zombies, Apocalypse. So what's Talking Dead? Survival. That's it's exactly a, that, what I was That show say. was so big. They had a show that followed it where they, it's a talk show where they talked about The Walking Dead. Oh. And thoughts and theories and celebrities that loved it and they're doing the finale finale and they were like hey come out and do this thing with us and I was like I don't know what's happened the last mm. few seasons I don't know if Rick Grimes is still on the show or not <laughs> so but love that show that's like I used to do on Nashville there was a show after the show I mean it was on the Facebook oh, page you would for do CMT, that. but we would have the uh, actors on and they would talk about it and we would talk about the episode and fans would come and sit in mm-hmm. they did that show though on television though first because I did it when I was on TV oh the Nashville talk show that show got moved. It was huge on network. Huge. Oh, dude. That show, Maybe, I, I loved that show. Yeah. ABC. I feel like that's ABC. a Nashville that's show right, that yeah. was uh, it was good. That's where people started to know about the Bluebird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the Bluebird is has such history, but when the people from Nashville started playing it, that's when it became known by everybody. So people come all the time. Even still, the Bluebird's a massive mm-hmm. thing. And so, but I watched on ABC, then it moved to CMT. I don't think I watched, but like a couple episodes on CMT. But I watched everyone on ABC. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to like think. Like, I wonder who they're basing that character mm-hmm. on, you know, in real life. And at first, they were basing them off folks, but yeah. then the storylines just went so long. Heck, I was on that show a few. I now think about it. I was on that show a few times. I was general like reporter once, where I was just like an extra <laughs> who had a line. I was like, "Hey, so uh, Reyna, what do you think of your next whatever?" So I go do that, and then they bring me in as myself, but I have like one line, like standing somewhere, like Reyna, we'll see you tomorrow. The show, whatever. And then like two seasons later, they call me and they're like, hey, would you have a real part? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, you're in, you're talking with the cat. You're actually in an acting, like scenes. And I was like, I guess, but like, I don't want to hold the thing up because I don't, I don't know if I'm a good actor or not. And I've done a couple things like movie stuff, but I don't, I I definitely not an actor. And I went in and I was so nervous, not for the acting part, but that I was going to hold everybody up or they were going to be like, why is he here? Not because it was me, but because I sucked. And I had actual lines in the middle of talking with all of them. And she'd be like, well, so what do you think? I was like, I don't know. I, don't, I, I just think if we do it now, it's probably not going to be good for the overall. But what if this, I hear you, but I just, and, it, and I remember they were like, all right, cut. And I just remember going, okay. Because what they would do, they would just go, all right, moving on. That was, that meant good. That was good. We're moving to the next thing. And they went, cut. All right, let's do it again. And I was like, God dang it. Oh, man. I knew it was me. But when they say do it again, they give you any direction or just do it again? Just do it again. Or it oh. could be that they want a different it, angle. It could have been, but what do I do? Sure. Mm-hmm. Doubt yourself. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And I, I go, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Connie Britton. I was like, I'm sorry. She goes, for what? I was like, they're doing it again because of me. She was like, I don't know if they are or not. They just tell us do it again all the time. 
And I was like, well, I know they are. And so we did it again. <laughs> we did it like two more times. And they were like, all right, moving on. And I was like, oh, thank God. So, but it was f- fun-ish. Because I just put a lot of pressure on myself. Not to be good, but I don't want to hold people out from doing their job that they do every single day, you yeah. know? So, but that was fun. That was a good show for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, any show that extends out past like three or four seasons, they're then stretching and they have to take big gambles on the storylines. And it either extend, it's either like a perfect gamble where somebody does something or it's like, okay, let's jump the shark. They would never do this. Yeah, it's tough. It's my worry about Yellowstone now that he's the governor of Montana. Where Don't ruin that. Well, it's all, over, it's all yet. over the previews, or I no. wouldn't say it. Well, I'm only on episode one of the first season. Wait. Well, <laughs> you haven't started it quite yet? I watched, one, I watched one episode, and I was like, all right, this is fine. Never went back. Yeah, oh, but it's you, so good. You have to, I agree. After one episode, it was fine. Give yeah. it a minute. But like three or four, then I was like, dang. And then it was kind of, you know, our show, Caitlin and I's show that we watched. According to a new study, Las Vegas is the most fun city in America. And I have the top nine, and some of them were very close to, and some were not, but... Nashville did not make the list. Really? Which is crazy, yeah. That is crazy. Usually it is just because of the, the honky-tonks, the party, yeah. the bachelorette parties. Uh, New York at nine. I agree. New York's fun if you know how to do it. There's a lot to do there. Yeah. I don't really like going to New York for fun because it's, just, it's intense. But I've, the first couple times I went, I was blown away at all the tall buildings. <laughs> yeah. And it was fun. But now that I go for work so much, I think I just associate it with work. Mm. And so I'm like, I don't really like being here. I just feel like I got to go do something. Uh, number eight, Honolulu. I bet. That's okay. fine. Yeah, Let's go. But I went by myself and I went to finish my second book, Fail Until You Don't. And I stayed in a hotel by myself. And I remember thinking, all right, I got to do something. And I went to, I went, I went and hiked by myself up a mountain. And I would ask people to take pictures of me by myself. And they would look around like, where's your friend? I'd be like, no, no, just me. You know how weird it is to stand for a picture posed by yourself? Yes. It's weird. So I don't know that I had a lot of fun, but I can see where it would be fun. Nashville comes in at number 35. That's that's stupid. Yeah, that is dumb. That's stupid. Uh, Austin at seven. Yeah. Well, that's, makes sense. Great city. San Francisco at six. Great city. Good. New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a good one. They go hard there. Atlanta's yeah. at four. Miami's at three. Orlando's at two because of Disney World. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number one, Las Vegas. The least fun, Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. I will, I will agree. Well, it's yeah. sad. Oh, boy. Did you do the tour there? I did. Oh, man. By myself. Oh, that was the same time? Mm-hmm. By myself. I put the headphones on and walked around, and it's super sad. That that thing that's over the USS Arizona, like, did you go out there? Like, I did. What is that? Is that like a clear bottom and you get to see it underwater? And sometimes they say you still see an oil droplet come up because they never touched it once oh. it went down, and because it's still got oil, they don't they didn't they don't mess with really? it. Really? Yeah. They may have they may have gone down for. I'm not sure, but I remember them going. They never mess with the mechanical part of it, and you can still at times there's still oil that comes up from it after all this time. You know, I went one year and it was the anniversary of Pearl Harbor, and that was a trip <laughs> because there were a lot of. Uh, military from the U.S. and Japanese military there. Mm. And, I mean, how many years later? Meeting each other, talking to each other. They were once enemies, and now they're just mingling together. And it was very moving. Did you do the headset? No, I didn't even do the tour. I just kind of shut up and watched because I'd never been there. So I just kind of sat there and watched the whole thing. That, to me, taught me a lot of geography because we, for example, me, growing up in Arkansas, stuff's just on TV or on a map. You don't... I don't know where other where other countries were according to other countries. I never went to other country, but doing that, I learned where Hawaii, Hawaii and Japan and why they're so close and how they got oh, there. Yeah. That, like that route yep. and how they weren't seen until last minute. Like I just learned that then, because I don't know much. I learned all my geography as I got an adult. I got to be an adult 
and we started touring and traveling everywhere. But you knew about it because you were geography. Geography B. B. I crushed. I can memorize yeah. stuff like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. States and capitals, plate things in places. But still, to Knowing this day, about I think like Denver and Vegas, where they are. I know where they are if you give me a map. But like thinking of them on a line as compared to us, what's up and down. Sometimes I'm in them and I'm like, how are we so much no north of that? I thought we were like straight across. <laughs> yeah. That I still struggle with a little bit because like we have, we're, we're Nashville and like Denver is way north. It is way north. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. And it that feels like it should be straight across. I agree. Mm -hmm. But that's just us. Uh, Yellow Jacket season two is coming out. I loved Yellow Jacket season one. It's about a soccer team. It's loosely based on the Miracle in the Andes. The plane crash. And where they go down and have to eat each other. Huh. But the, the I say loosely because it's a soccer team and they're flying. I think they're from New York and they have to fly to Washington. So over that, though, you have to go over some of Canada oh. and some of that woods that it's just so, just robust wilderness. And so they crash and nobody can find them. And so they have to survive. And it's them as that's happening and also them as adults at the same time, back and forth. Loved that show. But the true story, where does it end? Like, what do we know as far as, like, the yellow, like, the, the real story? Well, the real story is a soccer team, Miracle in the Andes, mm -hmm. where they went. And how many of them died? I mean, how many of them came out alive? A couple overall? I have no I idea what you guys you, are Oh, about. Lunchbox, you would love the book. Oh, you didn't read the book? I, I thought oh. you would have read, read Miracle in the Andes. So it's real. It's about a rugby team. Which to me, I guess, is soccer, football, yeah. soccer. <laughs> I thought it was soccer different. too. Yeah, it's, and it's one guy's story about how th it survived, but I don't know how many of them actually came out okay. alive. But there's a Miracle in the Andes movie too. They, they were they were there for 72 days. 16 oh people survived and faced a 72 day wait before they were finally rescued. Oh my goodness. In the snow. And they had to eat each other. And they had to eat things. When, the, when, when, when their friends would die. But, but in, in, in real life, this is... This is real life? Absolutely yes, this true. is real life. Oh, my god! They gosh. would um, take some things and sometimes lay it on top of the airplane. They would take parts of the body and lay it on the top of the airplane so the sun would kind of turn died. it into yeah. jerky. They cook it. And they would eat it that way. Stop it, guys. The Uruguayan rugby team crashed mm -hmm. in the Andes in 1972. Cannibalism helped some survive two months in harsh conditions. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'd eat people immediately. I wouldn't think it was weird. No, no. Like, I would try to get a squirrel first. Yeah, it's but you're not, not going to find people, squirrels. Hey, hey, how are you going to catch it, a squirrel? It doesn't matter. I could eat. It's your teammates. We've, we've declared some things that are okay to eat as meat and some aren't, which is weird. I know. And if I were dying, I'd eat whatever. I'm not eating you, dude. I would eat you right now. That's come messed here. up. Hey, come <laughs> here. No. If you're feeling drained, you may be dealing with energy leakage. Hmm. Huh? Is that why that leaks down there? Huh? That's huh? not energy. energy. Oh, that's not energy? That's not energy. <laughs> Uh, that's the invisible ways we spend energy throughout the day. Energy leakage. When thinking about the ways you spend your energy, if you're tired and you're like, why am I always tired? Sometimes you're doing all this random stuff, your phone, social media. And it's not just energy where you're physically, but emotional energy. Cause you only have so much. Yeah. I feel that. You have energy leakage. Yeah. I can use a nap. Yeah. You take a nap every day still? Uh, pretty much. Is yeah. your mobile device affecting how long you're in the bathroom? No, but it helps. Because I'm in the bathroom a long time, because I have stomach issues. Time. Yeah, because I, I work a lot. I've now become extremely effective at getting my list done while in the bathroom. Used to, I would go, I hate going to the bathroom. I'll just TikTok it. But now I save some stuff and know I'll get to it <laughs> in the bathroom because I have such bad stomach, gastrointestinal issues. But they say medical experts are like, hey, sometimes we stay in the bathroom longer just because we have our phone, and it actually hurts us. 
So they say sitting on the toilet for long spans of time can lead to excess pressure on pelvic organs, which cause hemorrhoids, dysfunctional avoiding, and potential prolapse. I don't even know what that stuff is, but I probably have all of that. Sounds crazy. Whatever that is, I'm sure I have all of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paramedics ambulance was stolen while they were on a call. Cops in Pittsburgh have arrested Vincent Scrabbackic for something, well, stupid. Officials say paramedics were called about 4.30 a.m. Someone needed help. When they got there, uh, he decided it would be a fine idea to hop in the ambulance and drive away. They tracked the vehicle down 20 miles away with the help of the spike strips. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You'll be shocked to know drugs and alcohol may have been involved. Of course. That's from Trib Live. A guy takes 40,000 ecstasy pills over a decade. Lives to tell about it. That drug sounds like it's fun, only because they named it something fun. Ecstasy. Ecstasy? Yeah. X. I don't well, know, man. Isn't it called X for short? Probably. Is that like yeah. Molly? No. Again, you're talking to somebody who don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Scuba. Yes. We go to scuba. Yeah. Scuba knows. knows. Yeah. Molly yes. is very similar, same kind oh. of thing as. Have oh. you ever taken X. ecstasy? I've taken uh, Molly once or twice. And what <laughs> is it? Once or twice. What it, but what is it? What do you do? What do well, you feel like? So the reason why I was told to take it, I won't get too graphic, is it's supposed to enhance your sexual experience. Yeah. Oh Ray, why are you nodding your head? Yes, too. I'm hearing what he's saying. No, you're nodding your head like you. <laughs> he's like, yeah, totally, dude. I've done it as well in Miami. Go ahead. Um, so it was supposed to be for that, and I had the exact opposite experience for me. Like it went away and, and tucked into my body. Oh my gosh. It went back. <laughs> maybe maybe it, it, oh my it enhanced it opposite. Oh, this is like not it what it for I me to only. think about right now. So that was the, my first experience was for that, and it didn't work out. And it was my wife, by the way, who we're now married to. Guys. Um, and okay. then the, the second time was just a party with my friends at my bachelor party. We did it many, multiple times, and it was, just, it was, uh, it was fun. It, so, so it just makes you feel good? Yeah, you laugh a lot. Um, it keeps you awake. I think it's maybe in a, a version of like a not a cocaine, but like an upper. Mm-hmm. Um, so it keeps you, you awake. Are you paranoid ever? No, I don't get paranoid of things like that. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, they say if you smoke weed, you get paranoid. Some people do. It. Everyone, I've never yeah, gotten paranoid. You haven't. Different. I think it's, everyone's different based on chemical. I live paranoid. So what does that say? You might be should smoke it, some maybe weed. Maybe it would calm you. <laughs> yeah, I need whatever. I'm jealous of my friends who can drink and smoke weed. And use it in a way that is just good for their day to day because they get to do this. <sighs> for day to day, yeah, that'd be nice. It, it, like if you can just do it. Just think if we did this whole show, everybody day to day would well. Well, no, no, I'm saying day to day if you need it, like in a day, but you're not abusing it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you have a drink in the evening. But that, I think day to day is abusing it. <laughs> not every day. Okay, <laughs> yeah. sure. I'm not. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what drug talking. I'm like those days. I had wine every day. Yeah, man, it's not good days. Dark times. <laughs> I just, I'm jealous because I would love, first of all, I, I can't, I can't smoke any, that to me, the hot. We can chew it. Okay, whatever. That's true. You can have popcorn. Okay, well, whatever the case, I'm jealous of people that do it because it's just something that can take you, take the edge off. I, like, the only way I know what the edge is, is when I do laughing gas. At the dentist. <laughs> and I love it. And I do this. Oh, I just relax. And it's the only time my body doesn't feel like it's a lot of... You ever play the game Lemmings? No. Huh? The little things, all the creatures, they're all doing the same thing. Like, my body feels like it's always working. Like, there are tons of little things, like, carrying a boulder up to the top of the mountain, and they're going up the, up and... My oh, body man. feels like it's always doing that. Just all, and my brain is always doing There's always little men always going, we gotta, we can't stop. If we gotta stop, we're going to sleep. We don't want to go to sleep. We can't go to sleep, because if we go to sleep, we'll kill this thought, this thing we're working on. And, oh, we'll go to sleep. I woke up in the middle of it, but what was I doing? It's never... That never stops inside of me. And I'm jealous. And I know that if I, I don't know, but I feel like if I did it, I would fall into the same path that my family did. 
I got an uncle who died of it. I got a mom who died of it. I got a dad who left because of it. I got a, it's all there. I just wish that I felt like I could go there and have some sort of relax. Yeah, mm-hmm. Molly is supposed to increase your energy, pleasure, I don't need that. emotional that's warmth. That's too much. No, I, no, I need like I need, you just need to smoke because for me, my family was also very much into <laughs> alcohol and harder drugs. So yeah. I never, I was straight edge until I was about 21. I didn't do anything because I was like you, very nervous of becoming like my father. And so then in times of need, I found out that weed was the only thing that I could do on the weekend or to de-stress. Like, hey, Eddie goes home and has a beer. What's wrong with going home and smoking a bowl? Well, I don't even know what a bowl is. Is it a literal bowl? No. No, oh, yeah, no, no. It is, it's right? A, like a little bowl? It's, it's a pipe that's shaped like a bowl, and then you smoke Oh, it, it. is. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bowl. I never knew what that meant, so I just always was like, He's yeah. thinking like a cereal bowl, though. Oh, yeah, no, not no, that. No, 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 you no, can make no, it that no, big, no. too, if you like, but you don't need that. Dang, dude, that's and, like a fatty. And you can lie. <laughs> more than a fatty. You know, people can hear this and be like, oh, I can't live talking about it. What's funny is recreational marijuana is legal yeah. in so many states now. It's just like alcohol, except it stinks worse. It does. Oh, it smells skunky. good. Yeah, I don't. Oh, you like oh. smell? Yeah. Like you like it? Yes. No, no, no. I don't like you it. You guys don't like the way it smells? No, it smells uh, like a skunk. I was talking to a uh, someone in the house, not in my house, like the um, house of representatives. The house, yes, over the weekend, talking about medical marijuana, and it turned into recreational marijuana, and I said my only. I guess beef with politicians, the ones that are cool with alcohol but not weed. I I would just be cool if they were like, no, my my belief system says no alcohol, no weed. That I would understand and respect if that's what you said and you felt that way, because they're the same. If you said that, I'd be like, I respect. It. I don't agree with it, but I respect it. And you're aligned, and so I have to respect that. We don't. We shouldn't all believe the same thing. I don't even agree with me most of the time. Sometimes I'm like, I was stupid me to say. But it's when you go, yeah, whiskey's okay, but weed is not. Whenever whiskey is so much worse for you, alcohol-wise, just alcohol in general, than weed is. And so, you know, you ever heard the saying, give uh, four people some whiskey, they'll start a bar fight. Give four people some weed, they'll start a band. No, I never heard that. I mean, it's just like, it's, so I'm like, that's what I was talking to her about. I was like, you know, I've never smoked weed in my life, but I'm such a proponent of it medically because I've seen it actually change people's lives in a way that allows them to live and not be in physical pain Constantly, Amy's mom, for example, like it, it helped her. Well, yeah, not just pain, but she needed to eat. Yeah, because and gave her an appetite. She was so frail, and the doctors, because of the chemo, they're like, she really needs calories. And nobody tends to uh, want it until it affects something in their life. Not talking about Amy, but politicians. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, you know what? We do need it. But let's let your beliefs line up. Um, It's almost like the sports gambling in Kentucky, and some of the politicians they won't even let it go to vote in Kentucky. Well, you know, our, our values. You got a horse track. You got the biggest horse racing track. Yeah. You got people stopping at gas stations buying lottery tickets, Scratching but all of a sudden away. you can't gamble online with your phone. Like where you have to have a checking account or you have to have a, a debit card. You can't use a credit card. Right. It's act. So that's what that we're talking about. And I think Eddie was like, "Hey, dude, shut up." No, I didn't. Mm. I just I just told her like, "You got him going. <laughs> you got him going now." Yeah, was she commenting or was she just sitting no, there? No, we were. No, we're, they were both, both going. going. Oh, okay, I thought it was just like she was like, "Okay, no, 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 thanks no, no, for no. your concern." It was, but it was a while. No, no, she brought it up to me got initially, it. and then I was like, "You know, I was talking with the Arkansas governor, and that's what I was talking to him about was the difference in casino gambling in a town that's struggling financially." And you're like, oh, "We people come in, they spend their paychecks, and app." On a smartphone, you can still get in trouble doing it all, but you have to go through, hop a few more fences just to be able to get on a phone and gamble there. And why is one okay and another one's not? It's a great question. Except for, but that's what we did. And Eddie was like, you got him going. 
<laughs> you ever been to one of those small casinos? I have. Man, it's sometimes mm. it's pretty sad. Hey, it's a different vibe than Vegas, huh? Oh, a lot of different mm-hmm. vibe, man. It's good, yeah. I mean, I, woo, boy. It is. Uh, back to the story. He took 40,000 XC tablets over 10 years. I bet his brain is fried. Yeah, I wonder. You know, yeah. what's happening, too, is they're starting to do these studies on some of the psychedelics and how it helps with PTSD or how it helps. And there are doctors even here where microdosing is starting to be something that they're doing that actually helps some severe trauma. I've read about that. Not stuff. erasing it, but helping people cope and not have it turn into or remain extreme PTSD. Why does this sound familiar? Microdosing? Uh, nine Perfect Strangers? Yes. Oh, they okay. did that in that. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, okay. Yes. So I, again, as somebody who is scared to death of drugs, I'm so for science learning more about them because I will take pills for stuff. That's just oh, because yeah. science and has no, told me that's okay. You don't even ask questions about it. I don't. I don't, right. I don't. So if that becomes that where doctors are like, yeah, this now works in this mm-hmm. way, it'll just be that 10 years from now. And also kids now that are 17 don't have the same feeling about weed that we do because it's become much more of a normal thing where it's not like, oh, that's an illegal drug. Well, that was what was crazy with my mom in the state of Texas is in the hospital, the first time she ever took marijuana, it was synthetic marijuana, which the hospital prescribed to her and it was a pill, but it was the same effects that smoking weed would have taken, but just from a pharmaceutical company and controlled. And like, I went to the grocery store, I bought her all these snacks. We put on some Bob Marley in her hospital room. You didn't go that hard, but yeah, that's cool. Well, it was kind of funny because my mom was like, what, I'm about to take this pill. She was like, I've never had any weed in my body before. So she took the pill and then later we had to do it illegally at home to like buy it. We bought Lance Armstrong. Which sucks. We didn't buy it from Lance Armstrong, but it was a particular type of weed (laughs) called Lance Armstrong that a lot of cancer patients liked because he had Lance had cancer. Anyway, it was bought illegally. So that was the weird part is in the hospital, we were allowed to do it. And at home, we weren't. And you have to remember too, alcohol was illegal for a while, especially during prohibition. That's right. Alcohol. Alcohol. What what is so easily gotten, used, drank, illegal. You felt that way about that then. So anyway, it's just weird that I, I guess I am. Scuba, am I straight edge? Yeah, because yeah, you don't do anything. You're still yeah. Jake, are the guys with the axes on their hands? Yeah, but I, I like laughing ass at the dentist. But that's but that has I guess that has to happen. I like sugar. Okay, that's okay. I Sometimes I get do. in a fight with BK from Florida Georgia Line. Oh, you know <laughs> what? Because you're on sugar. We're not gonna mind sugar. <laughs> what? Well, you got? may not be straight edge. You may be a little just ah, straight. What? You're saying he's he's got a little edge to him because he's not. I like got fight people. But yeah. what, what is sugar. the definition of straight edge? Yeah, what is it? No alcohol, I, I no drugs. Was, yeah, I thought oh, like that's that, what it is. Yeah. Oh, it literally is just that. I thought that's what, yeah, because when you go to like concerts or shows, got it. the straight edge kids shows, they wouldn't drink, they wouldn't smoke, none of that stuff. Hey, Mike, there's some more stories that I haven't got to because I have some really good ones here that I don't have the pages for. But that's okay, we'll come to it. Uh, maybe you can just throw them but up on screen. But you're not a hardcore punk. <laughs> no, 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 I, it's moved from that. Like straight edge used to be in the punk world. Now straight edge is just, anybody can be straight edge, right? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And I am a punk. Ask BK from Florida, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. A three-day search for the buried bodies is over after an Iowa woman claimed her dad was a serial killer. Remember that? She said she helped yeah. buried bodies. Yeah. They went and searched. They found nothing. Huh. The Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation directed the search. They went. She claimed that her father had buried upward to 70 bodies. After exhaustive evidence, uh, efforts, no evidence was found. Oh, the sisters have said he wasn't a serial killer. So the one is so I don't know. She's not going to be invited to family Christmas. NBC News. Oh, I don't no, know. It seems not. like just from it that she may have yeah. made it up, but I don't know. Yeesh. It seems like it. 
$2 million Powerball ticket's going to expire soon on December 15th. So they're going, you guys have to check your winning numbers. People are idiots. It's a, it's a $2 million ticket. And so Indiana has it, and they say, hey, everybody, please, check your ticket. Somebody's got a $2 million ticket they're not cashing in. It expires in three days. That's a retirement ticket right there. There these, There's a parent group that's filed a lawsuit saying their kids are addicted to Fortnite. And Scuba was talking to me about this for a second because I agree. Your kids are playing video games because you're not enforcing rules on them. Yeah, you let them. I mean, Scuba, what do you think about this? These parents are saying, hey, we're going to sue because our kids are addicted to Fortnite. Your thoughts about this specifically? I mean, this what you said. It's ridiculous. You are in control of your children. It's no one's fault but your own. I know you could say, well, it's difficult, whatever. I have a four-year-old. You try to take away things from him. It's a pain in the butt. But it's no one else's fault but your own. You are, you are in full control. You take it away. And if they have addictions or whatever, that's your fault as well. Well, they're not going to sue. Let's say their kids become an alcoholic at 16. You don't see parents going to sue the liquor companies. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. But because video games and addiction to Fortnite is in the news and trendy, this is now a thing with them. It's the same thing like I think going back to Columbine where they were upset with video games and they blamed it on Marilyn Manson and video games. It's they're no looking one. for any sort of scapegoat at all. Exactly. And they're, it's bad parenting. And so they need something to go, well, we're not bad parents. It's Fortnite's fault. Exactly, yeah. But I hope the judge says exactly what Scuba said. Like, this is on you, not the video game no, company. They will never I doubt it'll get to a judge. There'll be no yeah. settlement. It'll get to a yeah. judge and he'll throw it out. They'll never yeah. get to a judge. Right. He'll just mm-hmm. toss the case. I'll be like, okay. Is what I assume. Thieves drive off with over $600,000 in cars from a dealership. Oh! Thieves dang. drove away from a dealership with 10 expensive cars early Friday morning. The entire caper was finally... Uh, the whole thing was caught on security cameras as I'm all leaving. That but is... as of right now, I don't see that they got, they have the cars. Wow. I mean, that's pretty cool. It's got to be something inside, like inside job somehow. Yeah, because what's amazing is a car dealership has all those expensive cars and all they're protected by is a little metal bar. You know what I mean? Because it takes, you can't get out. Like, you know, some places have cages and stuff because you but you also got to get the keys to get in them. Right. But it's just so funny to me. You drive by a car dealership, it's just that one little metal bar and it's like, man, that's all it takes to protect all those cars. And getting the key. But it's heavily lit, too. It just seems like something you don't want to do. Right? Yeah, so that's why they light the inside of places, too, because like we can see you if uh-huh. you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, but that had to be something that was orchestrated long ahead of time and yeah. had some inside Very information. Very sophisticated. Uh, full encrypted backups of photos, chat histories are coming to Apple, so they'll soon be available to Apple users. Fully encrypted backups of things like photos and chat histories will soon be available, meaning you can lock all your stuff up. Okay. Like your texts your photos, and I, so people can't just hack into your cloud. It's going to have another layer into it. Nice. Speaking of technology, Twitter sucks right now because they've put up so many ads. I'm blaming Elon Musk because this is what he's doing. Every, like, fourth thing is an ad for something. It's like prom- a promoted thing. Do you guys seen this? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I have like, been on. Hmm. Yeah, been on Twitter, man. Yeah. It, it kind of sucks there. right now with that. I still like Twitter for what it's for, but every fourth thing is something I don't care about. And they don't, they're not picking based on my algorithm. Well, they're sure they, and they're also throwing a lot of people in my feed that I've never heard of. I don't even know who these people are, and it's like, oh, you may like this. But Instagram's been doing that too. Yeah, but Instagram, I'm always like, oh, I should buy that. <laughs> they like know they're what better you want. at it. But this is also like news stories. Yeah. And like these junk websites that are just getting clicks and selling ads on the sites. I don't know, Ray. Do we want to get into this? Oh, here we go. Ooh, I say yes. Whatever. Well, it is. it's not. I know. <laughs> it's really juicy. It's, um, it is juicy. It involves Morgan. It does involve Morgan. What? She's going to hate me. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know that she's going to hate. I don't think that she's going to hate you. 
Does she know about it? Uh, I believe my wife sent it to her. And Do you know about texted it, Morgan? It to her. It's, no, I didn't get sent anything. It's like not, a TikTok? It's not, oh, your, yeah, it's I, not your ex-boyfriend this time. No, it's my ex-ex. Ex-ex. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know about this? Yes, I do. Can we talk about it? Yeah, we can talk about it. Ray, you talk about it. Well, okay, so it goes with Morgan saying, like, she's dated some trash dudes. <laughs> and she's right. Because, not my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this thing went viral on TikTok, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's her ex-ex-boyfriend in this 600,000 views on TikTok. And then here's what it says. So this girl went on a date with him, and she go and her... Morgan's ex-ex-boyfriend's in the video, and she goes, when you paid your own way to Nashville to meet a guy you've talked to on Instagram since 2017, and he got blacked out one hour after he picked you up from the airport, left you on the streets, then the next day, blacked out by 2 p.m., and you flew back home to Austin, not even 24 hours later. So it's a girl who wrote that about Morgan's ex-ex-boyfriend. Dang. It just really paints him as just a horrible so, dude. But that, but that I hear that the tracks, 2007... Right? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's when tracks. we were dating. Yeah. That's, right. that's what I saw, 2017, Whoa. so he was talking to some chick while oh, yeah. you guys were dating. I left a comment on it. I was like, me watching this, knowing he was my boyfriend in 2017. <laughs> oh, oh, you did? <laughs> because I was like, I, it was funny to me. Listen, we, I had much bigger problems with him than the fact that he was either physically or emotionally cheating. We had much bigger issues. Was he blacked out a lot? I mean, this was my abusive ex, yes. Like, this is the bad dude. He's not a good guy. Well, he's, not, he's viral now on Lunchbox. You jealous? Oh! <laughs> That's one way to go viral. That's one way to go viral. Yeah, but yes, he, I mean, he was an alcoholic. There's a lot there. A woman coughs hard after eating spicy food, ends up with a fractured rib. Oh, Cough, great. Cough that hard. Spicy Christmas coming up. Friday. Oh, spicy no. Spicy Christmas. We have our gifts. Spicy uh, Christmas. So he, so they cough that hard that it cracked. Oh, it's my like, gosh. Maybe they already had like a ah, maybe. sort of cracked maybe. rib situation. Mm-hmm. I Agile. don't think so. I don't, she just said that's some hard coughing. That's some hard coughing for Lunchbox sure. Lunchbox, he was coughing that hard last week. Oh, a few weeks. I mean, it took about three weeks to get over that. Are you better? I'm better. No more cough. I mean, what's crazy is I had the cough right into the... The oops. puking. We know. The we know. We know. Yeah, your double cough shot. was really bad, but you stayed through it. And then, you, yeah, you hit double shot of espresso. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the throwing up, throwing there, down. There uh-huh. was no way I could stay during that, man. Yeah, I appreciate you not. You I lost my voice. I got super busted up last week. You may have heard some of the... St. Jude stuff, where I was like, <laughs> because we'd recorded some of the performances ahead of time where I'm like, hey, everybody, my voice <laughs> sounds pure and crisp. And then I'm like, please donate. <sighs> so I got to, every time me. Lunchbox gets sick, I get sick after. It's Hold crazy, on. right? It's like the weather. You can call Eddie's family in Texas and they'll be like, yeah, it's going to rain there in a couple of days. <laughs> right. If Lunchbox gets sick, you know I'm going to get it soon. <laughs> I, I can't I, believe you got Bobby sick twice. No, That's no, crazy. hold on. My I theory did, is he licks my microphone and stuff when I'm not uh, here. I did not get Bobby sick. <laughs> you did, though. How? I don't know, because you know. got sick and then he got sick. And it's not the first time, buddy. You, you understand there's more than one kind of sick. Nope, there's not. Only I Bobby. Know, man. Oh, you're right. Lunchbox, they're just giving you a hard time. <laughs> just let it go. No. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think that's it I mean, for the, the post first Because the B team really believes that. And they're like, oh, that jerk Lunchbox, see, he gets Bobby sick. But you... Mess with people so yeah, much and give people hard times all the time. Stuff. When we give you one hard time once, oh man, you guys are mean. And they're like, why are they mean to Lunchbox? <laughs> I never said you guys are mean. I'm saying the B team actually believe I got you sick and they'll pick it in front of my house. And it'll hurt your feelings? No, it's just annoying. No. On my Instagram story, there is a link to go and sign up for the B team if you want to get pre sale tickets to our million dollar show, the sixth annual one, The Raging Idiots, Eddie and myself, Parker McCollum, Dina Carter. Strawberry wine, Tracy Lawrence, time marches on, Michelle Branch, which is going to be awesome. Randy Hauser, we've got special guests too that we haven't put up there yet. Uh, but tickets go on sale. All the money goes to St. Jude. Tickets go on sale on Friday of this week, but there's a B-team pre-sale on Wednesday. 
on my Instagram story, Mr. Bobby Bones, you can sign up for the B team and get that pre-sale link when it comes. Thank you. That's it for the, po anything I'm missing? No, that's it for the post show. Goodbye. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.